0: Oh, Frank, I'm beginning the show without you. And you'll You're never right. know I'm talking over you. The audience will never hear you. They'll never know you were here, oh, Frank.
1: You're traveling to another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop. Dark territory.
0: In Wonderland, Wonderland, the Wonderland. Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 77. Today's episode is 119 The Purple Testament Redux, because we're redoing it because Frank's on board here. Sorry, Stu- Paul's studio dog just shook his collar a bunch. I don't know if you he heard that or not, but he's very excited uh, for I this, he this, this episode. Um, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Wings. And, uh, I just started recording. Frank was out and about getting some Tom Dick, whatever the hell he said off, off, off camera there, or off microphone. No, I said I, I had to change my pants. Is that what it was? Made creamy yeah. jeans soup and felt uncomfortable. I had to change his pants. Yeah, I had to change my schlacks. So we're redoing the Purple Testament, and by redoing, I mean we're doing it for the first time. Um, it's, it's the second, I, it's kind of hard to gauge because really it's three that we've done from season one, but only two we've done that are redone. Right, because the other one we did because yeah, it wasn't there. It was a lost episode. The other one is just one I, I don't know how. I've done five, over 500 episodes of a podcast or, or a series and through LAW Studios, and I just lost one just somehow. No idea what just happened. Random to whoopsies. Yep. And this is this is the you know, it wasn't this one, it was the what the, what the fuck episode it was, that I don't remember. But one that we did earlier. So let's just say it's part three of a series that we're reduxing, if I can. Uh so Frank has the audio from Rod Serling for this intro pulled up, so let's let's the fuck hear it. As soon as yeah, he's ready. Y'all.
2: Infantry platoon, U.S. Army, Philippine Islands, 1945. These are the faces of the young men who fight. As if some omniscient painter had mixed a tube of oils that were at one time earth brown, dust gray, blood red, beard black, and fear yellow-white. And these men were the models. For this is the province of combat. And these are the faces of war. ¶¶
0: Lots of colors there. Really paint a picture. His
1: words. Well, he can't make up his mind.
0: Beard's yellow, black. Oh, white.
1: Uh, oh, yellow. No faces white.
0: Faces purple. Testament's purple. Uh, uh, d- courage yellow. Uh, d- fucking eyes red. Like, it just keeps going. You're turning uh, violet, violet. Yeah, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, it, so, <sighs> I, I don't know what to say about this episode because I already spoke about this one. So, let's let's hear from you, Frank. This was in your top five. Of this it season. Was. I think it was number five, somewhere around there. Was it a lower one?
1: No, it's was five. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think it was my number five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: so explain yourself,
1: I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, basically, I, I like the premise. I like how this uh, way-too-handsome hunk of a man meet. Um, and Fitzgerald? What's, uh, no, uh Dick York? Well, yeah, yeah, it fits, fits. Okay. Yeah, he is sexy he's, as fuck. He's way too handsome to be in 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 combat, and um, <laughs> and uh, Dick York is way too Dick Yorkish to be in combat. I would say he's at his. Uh, I don't. Want, how do I
0: phrase this? Let me phrase this one of two ways. I'm going to say both. You tell me which one's right. He's at his Dick Yorkish ish. He's at his least Dick Yorkish-ish-ish where he's at his dickish Yorkish list. <laughs> he's at his least oh, dick Yorkish, I think is the best way to say it.
1: I would say he's had, he's at his least dick Yorkish list. That's kind of what I was trying to say.
0: Yeah, it's a little difficult. Uh, yeah, it is. I, like I got a, there toward you know, the end. Yeah, I think I would have eventually got there, so thank you for saving me there. He really is. He's not trying to be comedic. He handles the drama well, and he, he's a good actor in this. It's... Really a shame when we start talking about what happens to him, and uh, this is when he was still killing it. This is before Bewitched, uh, before he got bewitched. And, uh, do and Penny for your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Is that the episode that we talked about? What happened to him?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I can't remember if it was that or the. Was that the only one? That the one he's in?
1: That must be right. Yeah, it was. It was this one and then that one. That was the only two.
0: Yeah, I if it was the so a third one, in a small part, but that definitely was it. And However, this
1: is the this is the one of two that Barney Miller's in. There you go. Which one's Barney Miller? Yes. Uh oh yeah yeah the okay doctor yeah
0: he's it's the one. guy from
1: Doctor I think Barney Miller. He's the
0: one from with uh, the Royal Martian. Please stand up. He's in a few of them. He's Indeed. he's a he's Indeed. a great. He He's a small part in this, but when I saw him, I was like, ooh. I don't remember his name,
1: but I was very <laughs> excited. Like, I couldn't remember his name ever unless I just watched him and I go, Barney Miller. Yeah. Instantly, I know it. Yeah. But if, it's, if I'm like a few weeks removed from ever seeing him, I'm like, I don't know who his name is.
0: Not a lot of adults by Barney anymore. It's kind of a, not an adult name. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, that name's been tainted by a certain uh, extinct animal that is uh, also purple, ironically. And uh, the Testament of Barney, the car, uh, the uh, purple bear, or bear, what? Dinosaur. Just throw him into the Dinosaur. Testament.
1: I don't, I don't know if you ever seen that or not. You ever see the Testament with Kevin Bacon? It's his first movie ever. No, no, I haven't. It's about nuclear war, nu- nuclear fallout after the fact.
0: Interesting. That's his first movie, huh?
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's terrible.
0: Even before, like, Friday the 13th?
1: Oh, yeah. Wait, dude, it's old as shit. It's, like, 70s. Yeah,
0: you know, also it's Friday the 13th, right? Well, that's, like, 81, I guess. Interesting, yeah. No, these yeah. are
1: literally, like, 78, maybe.
0: I'm curious now, because I do love myself from Kevin Bacon and Kevin Bacon's Bacon, which he
1: shows often. Hell yeah, dude. Come on, dude. Tremors? He had some tight-ass jeans and Tremors, didn't he?
0: Dude, the dude likes dropping dong. Uh, be it... Uh, what's that fucking... Hollow Man, he drops dong. Uh, Wild Things, he drops dong. The Woodsman, he drops dong on minors, like little boys. Uh, the dude likes to drop dong.
1: What was that um, one movie where he was a prison guard? Uh,
0: that is... He dropped song on that, but he doesn't show it. But I don't refer to it's one of my favorite movies. What so can I can't think of it? It is called Good Guys Sleepers. Good God, I love that fucking movie though.
1: Hell yeah, <laughs> drop song in that right into a dude's young boy's mouth.
0: Yeah, like a fourteen year old boy, all because they killed a guy with a hot dog cart. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen that movie, go watch it. Nothing to do with Twilight Zone, but great movie nonetheless. Uh, Barry Levinson movie. It, right? uh, Brad Pitt is in it, Uh, Jason Patrick, uh, obviously um, the aforementioned uh, Kevin Bacon, and then so is, oh my God, there's another name in that one, De Niro, that was the one, (laughs) for some reason I couldn't think of De Niro, Uh, that was strange, but I think Barry Levinson directed it from 96, good movie, great movie, I'd say.
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, McManus was in it from
0: Oz. I don't know who that is, Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll trust you on that one. You never watched Oz on HBO. I never watched. I've seen the episodes, but I don't remember the characters or anything like that. I never. I wasn't that into it. A lot of male sex. Goddamn right. Is anything. Oh well, it fits in with his. Uh, so he. Re, what you're saying it was. He was pigeonholed. Uh, excuse. Pardon the pun. Uh, in sleepers for the man sex.
1: Not really, because uh, McManus was like the warden of uh, Emerald City. There.
0: It was called Emerald City. You kind of expect some gay shit to go on in there.
1: Well, that's why they called it Oz. Yeah. It? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, Oswald Penitentiary, sure. But uh, they called... <laughs> also you know, that, yeah. Ce- yeah. <laughs> but uh, they called the, uh, the the cell block that they were in Oz because... Or Emerald City because it was like a whole, uh, you know, everybody's in glass or I can see each other, no bars, you know. Everybody's walking around a common area and somehow they're selling dope, getting dope, doing dope, fucking dudes. And, uh, you know, the guards in the middle that can see everything, none the wiser. I remember the guy from
0: Lost, the black dude. Out of BC. He was in there. Wasn't he hey, paraplegic? Puppy. Was he paraplegic in that or is that something else? What's that? Was he paraplegic in that or something else? Uh,.
1: N- Oh, no, they were... Okay, um, there was actually a lot of actors from Oz in uh, Lost. Okay. Yeah, Adebisi was was the big dude with the little cap on the side of his head. <laughs> Remember? No. <Well. laughs> uh, and then the the paraplegic guy, he was also... Yeah, Walt's dad. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, the black dude with the dreads. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Adebisi, which is uh, season two. Who is he in the Lost? Group, he, uh, he was the big black dude who got killed by the smoke monster. Oh, he was, uh, Echo. What was his name Echo? That's it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. yeah, I know my, I know myself some lost and don't know myself some, why am I talking like this? Well, I don't know myself some some Oz, but I remember the show. It was, uh, one of those first big HBO shows. I think it, did it come out right after Sopranos? Like was, just after, right? Uh,
1: not right after. It was during actually.
0: No, I'm. I mean, I don't mean after the series ended. I'm saying after aired wise. Like Sopranos was like ninety eight, and I think Oz is like ninety nine, something like no, that.
1: No, Oz was a lot earlier, dude. Oz was, was like ninety five. Yeah, uh, I remember watching it when I was uh, sleeping over my dad's in Lindenwald, so that had to be like sixth, seventh grade. Okay, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. I'm not
0: certain, but I'm not gonna not trust you on that one. Ninety seven. Okay, Ernie Hudson. And yeah her husband was the warden interesting
1: and, dude uh, they had a lot of characters there beecher uh he's in a bunch of shit um uh
0: soprano and reversed Oz is ninety seven soprano's ninety nine there you go interesting and huh? then
1: um uh the one dude who does those fucking um insurance commercials yeah right uh, Dennis Haysbert sure Allstate all, state, uh, all yeah. state black dude a, no no white guy
0: all white, uh, insurance white he's, guy.
1: He, no, he's prudential. Oh, or, J.K. No, Simmons. Yeah. Uh, That's who. Okay. Farmers? Farmers. He does farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a skinhead in there. He was the head of the skinheads. And a lot. He, he did a lot of fucking. Oh, goddamn right. He's got that great
0: voice. I, I let him fuck me with that voice. Ugh. Then he uh, takes over a newspaper in, uh, in Spider Man.
1: Yeah, yeah, same guy. Anyway, <laughs> 1945, oh. Philippines uh, he, he Army. He also piloted a, a container ship with <clears throat> Mark Wahlberg. Hey, we we gotta get all this counterfeit money, okay? <laughs> How's your mother doing, Mark Wahlberg? What's your fucking problem? What's
0: your uh, problem, you well, you fucking problem, bro? Why are you fucking in the ass in this prison? What's the deal?
1: How was he so good in Basketball Diaries and just fell the fuck off? He's great in, like, a dozen movies,
0: and then the rest of them, like, no thanks. Like, part of it is the movie he's choosing. Like, he did a bunch of Transformers movies, or a couple, two of them now, I think. And I'm like, nah, it's because of Transformers. And then he also, now he's doing, like, it's like he's making movies for the Republicans. It's so weird. He's just making, like, super American war movies. Like Patriots Day and, and all those types of He has like six of those out now. I don't know what the fuck they are. I don't I have, I have zero interest in
1: them. Is he the next uh, Mel Gibson?
0: He could be. I don't know. It's, I just have nothing. I don't want to see them. There's like now, because of Call of Duty, there's 75 of those fucking movies out right now and they keep releasing them and they just keep coming out. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Even the fucking guy from the office made one of them. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Who? Uh, Jim, from the office, he made a war movie. It's like a one of those. Who the fuck made that movie? Was that a? I don't forget what it's called. Like the Men of Benghazi or something like that. And I was like, no, I'm good. It's called like Thirteen Hours or I don't know if the fuck it's called. But he's he's all like buffed up in it and yeah. just the secret wars of Benghazi or I don't know some crazy title on it. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Too many too many patriotic
1: movies. The last really good war movie I saw was like um, Black Hawk Down.
0: Yeah, I I like that movie. I don't love it like everybody else, but I get it. Uh, It's fun to watch. It's well. I mean, do you know the story behind it? Other than the movie, I don't really know a whole lot. I guess doesn't have to do anything with the the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember the movie that much. Do you even know the
1: name of the city? No, I don't remember anything about that movie. That's what I mean. Like, And it was act, It was a true story. It actually yeah. happened. It was, Mo, it was Mogadishu. There you go. Yep. Um, older. O- the older generation will know what we're talking about. Because it was a big deal of them. Because they were old enough to understand it. We were like second grade. Yeah, we were pretty young in that. During that. But it, it was the first time Delta Force was ever actually used. Nobody even knew who they were. No... The, the public didn't know Delta even existed until uh, they were all killed. <laughs> or most of them, anyway. So, <clears> speak- anyway, moving speaking on, of uh, war... Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, this is what he does. Uh, let me see here. Let, let's have Fritz tell you what's wrong with him.
2: Look, I have got me a bottle of Philippine tuba in my tent. No, it's not exactly bottled and bond, but you'd be surprised what it does to a man's outlook. Come on. I felt
1: like he was inviting him into the tent to have just just K- play with... Yeah. Yeah. Let's get drunk in my tent. Whatever happens, happens.
2: Twelve wounded, four dead.
1: It's not gay if you're in a war.
2: Twelve wounded, four dead. Anything special about the four? Anything special? What do you mean? Fitz, we've lost four men before. We've lost eight and ten. You seem to be taking this a little harder than usual. I just wondered if there were something...
0: Can you take other things harder?
2: These four men were all under 21. Does it have to be more special than that? No, it doesn't. But this has gotten to you, Fitz, more than I've ever seen. I'd just like to know why. You're an observant man. You're a perceptive man, Phil. Perceptive man. It's the mark of a good officer, isn't it? to ward off trouble by anticipating. You're going to give me a hard time.
0: I'll give you a hard something.
2: (laughs) I don't think so, Fitz. You're a good officer. you got guts and brains. But something has gotten to you. I told you I'd like to know what it is. Would you? (laughs) Hibbert Horton Morgan Levy. Killed in action, Luzon P.I. 13, January 1945. So? So you want to know what's gotten into me, Phil? I wrote those names down yesterday. I wrote them down before we went up. Why did you write down the names, Fitz? Well, we had a weapons check, and I, I looked into their faces. And those four men...
0: Getting am getting drunk. Music! God, sorry.
2: Feel bad? I looked into 44 faces yesterday morning. And when I got to those four, there was something special. A light or something that. I can't describe it to you. There isn't any description. And I looked into their faces and I knew.
0: He knew. It's like, uh, I mentioned this in my solo episode, but it, it still <clears throat> comes to my mind when I hear this. It's like picking a basketball team or something like that, where if you could tell but just by looking at people's faces, if they're going to make it a war or in a battle, so you get all your men together and you go, okay, your three faces are glowing, let's pull you out, so you're not going to go anymore. And let's see whose faces change now. And you're kind of trying to rearrange <laughs> different groups, different matchings of people to see whose faces change to get down to zero. And if you throw one guy in and everyone's face lights up, you're like, okay, you're the worst soldier in there. So go ahead and get the fuck out of our army.
1: It's, <laughs> it's like a weird superpower. Yeah, I mean, I wish people would have believed them and uh, used it to their advantage, like not having anyone get killed.
0: Instead of the man realizing he has a weird power and then killing himself?
1: No, he just... He kills you himself. You want to jump there already? He kills himself. <laughs> That's no, what he, he, does. he does. He does. He, he doesn't drive there. He didn't know how it was going to happen. He Even knew, though, oh, boom, 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 foreshadowing. The
0: the other times I watched this, I realized, <clears throat> I was thinking like, oh, he just, maybe I'll, I'll stop it. But this time I watched it and I, I really pay attention to the lines he said along the way. Where he kept like, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want to have this power. And he says that a couple times. You know, and by the time he gets in the Jeep, you're like, oh, he just wants out at this point. He doesn't want to know. He just want. it's I'm over. I'm done with it.
1: He looked in the mirror. He saw his face. And he was like, let's
0: let's get it over with. Yep. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. He kills himself. Essentially. Because he could just go, now I'm getting in that fucking Jeep. That's for sure. You can get a helicopter over here and airlift me out of here. That's about it. Yep. And then when the helicopter shows up and his face is still glowing, who go, no, never mind. I'll just stay here. Yeah, the
1: helicopter pilot's face is glowing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's not a lot of... He he just gave up at there. He's like, all right, whatever. Whatever's happening. I don't want any part of it. He... He visits a guy. Uh, I guess he's tell, he tells his power to, to Dick York there. That's what we heard. And then Dick York's like, "You're crazy." And he and Dick York off camera goes and talks to his superior. And then the guy's like, "He has a spotless record. I don't have any problems with him. He, in fact, he's here right now. He's talking to his, one of our guys." And he walks out. And then we cut to our the Fitz talking to Smitty. Smitty has like a bullet wound in his shoulder, and it seems like that's it. I don't know what else he well, had. He, he also had the clap. Oh, okay. The clap will everyone knows when you get shot in the then the left shoulder, like right below the shoulder, the clap will just escalate. And it just like takes over your body and kills you instantly after your face glows.
1: The worst thing in the world when you get shot <clears throat> is having a bonero disease. Yeah.
0: It's a uh, doctors know this. They look out for that sort of thing. They have a glowing face. The nurse just walking around checking their faces. If there's any glowing faces, they go ahead and they just, I guess they just pull the plug.
1: Because why bother? I uh, So so after the the guy dies and I guess, uh, oh yeah, Barney Miller comes out, I think, right? Yeah. You, you, you want to hear this? Fitz is starting to lose it. So when he dies, by the way
2: and i knew he was gonna die because i read it on his face one backup will be right now so you knew huh, lieutenant you bet i, did. I knew i tapped four men the other day well that's odd don't you think odd that's not odd captain odd is when you go 30 days on the line and you don't lose a man that's odd god is when you walk 25 miles and you don't get a blister now you're talking odd this isn't odd captain this is nightmare this is a lousy dog-faced line officer who can see death on people's faces. Or a dog-faced line officer who's cracking out of the strain from having done too much and felt too much and finally having to succumb to it. I'm five for five, Captain. How many coincidences add up to a fact? How many men do I have to tap as the least likely to succeed? How many more faces do I have to look into? What I want to know is, what does it take to make you guys realize that somewhere along the line I picked up a talent they don't teach at OCS? Matching. You might put tape over my eyes or, or poke him out and do something I won't
0: be able to see. So I don't want to look at any more face. See, he
1: wants out. I love the music.
0: The, the dude wants oh. out. <clears throat> That's why he kills himself
1: later. He's about to rip his goddamn eyeballs out. And poke him out.
0: Yeah, someone, bitch. someone put a flashlight in uh, Smitty's face, so therefore he died. He's allergic to flashlights. Everyone in this episode is allergic to flashlights. That's what happens later on. They die. And I love that the fact that they don't have... Instead of doing what I think most shows would do, if or most people would do if they directed this episode, where they have the wide shot, and then you see the guy's face light up a little bit, you know? They will show the wide shot, and then it'll cut to Fitz going, whoa, a close-up of him going like... Oh God! And then it'll cut to another close-up of the other actor, whose face is suddenly like someone—some fucking guy just throws a reflector light in his face.
1: <laughs> his face kind uh, of glows. Actually, that they—they they did that glowing all in post. Oh, it, it's terrible! <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Yeah, they—they they, uh, layered. Uh, like Why? They—they they videotaped a light, and they layered that over their face. That makes more sense because
0: the way they did it is unnecessary. Just have literally someone off screen. Whoop. Yep. Yeah. A little light. That's all it takes. It's the simplest. Spotlight. Yep. I don't get it. Oh, man. (laughs) That's even lazier. So when they shot this thing, they're like, we'll do it in post. Like that sort of cliche. Like, ah, Hollywood magic will fix this. Well, don't worry about it, guys. We'll we'll get this taken care of.
1: Yep, that's why they call it Hollywood magic. Yep. Right. And then Fitz
0: right. also sees a glowing on Phil's face, which is Dick York. And he's like, don't go out there, dude. Don't go out there. And, and Dick York's like, I gotta, I gotta go out there. And he's like, all right, go out there. <laughs> he's like, and then the, he's the only one that dies, Phil the solo solo death in this trip.
1: He was the only one glowing.
0: Yep. Uh I I'm, I'm still deciding where you think this is top 5. I like this episode top 5. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. All
1: right. Well, here's the scene that brought it home for me. Okay. Okay, I can't wait to hear. This is it. It's labeled worst army scene ever shot. <laughs>
2: did a right-handy job on those guns, and you fellas walked right across, didn't you? Right across. That's fortunate. The Air Force must have picked off at least six or seven of those 25s. Of course, those guns have been operating. That might have been the longest bridge you'd ever been on, or the shortest. Sniper fire, that's all you had, wasn't it? Yes, a Sniper fire. Mm-hmm. We lost one man. you got a good friend, aren't you? It's a pity. He was a good man. You're good friends, weren't you, Fitzgerald? Lovers? So much for Mrs. Riker's lovely wedding. Seven happy years. stinks.
1: Wow. Way to drive that line home there, Sarge or General or whatever you are. That was either the shortest... When uh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I'm no, already we're... ruined. My,
0: my joke's already ruined. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so go ahead. No, it's
1: not going to make any sense. Go. You go. I don't remember the army being in the Philippines during the you know, island-hopping campaign of the, you know, Pacific. They were. There were?
0: Yeah, they were. It didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a Marine thing.
0: Oh, I'm oh, Particularly the Army. Yeah, the Marines were. That is a great question.
1: The Army? I don't know. Yeah. The Army had the European Front. There was no Marines there. And the Marines had the Pacific Front. I see what That's you're saying. Kind of, okay. Yeah. But their Army, and they're in the Philippines, I'm like... Uh, you can check your history books there, Rob.
0: <laughs> yeah, now that you say that, I, I'm not certain. You know, I know the Marines were in the Philippines. Uh, I thought you were saying the military, but yeah, the, the, specifically the
1: Army. I don't know. I, I don't remember them being <laughs> in there. No, me neither. It's um, and their uniforms were Marine. Yep,
0: and well, and it, says it says in the beginning. It says in the beginning the U.S. Army. And then I know, the, yeah, yeah. Even the IMDB says, a U.S. Army l- lieutenant serving the Philippines or World War II, you know. You know well, what, I though? even gives you the, the, the
1: Charlie Company, Bravo, this and that.
0: Here's the problem we run into with the Twilight Zone. Because it's in the Twilight Zone, this is what happened in the Twilight Zone. The Army was in the Philippines. Fair enough. And it's lazy, but that's the problem you run into. It's the same thing with, like, well, in Lord of the Rings, they could have given the rings to the to the eagles and just have them flow in there and drop it into the fucking mountain. But, you know, they couldn't because of uh, cause things. You're like, oh. Well, that would have
1: made the movie
0: a lot shorter. Exactly. But still, they could have done that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but the, the birds were, uh, it's all about the journey, you know. <laughs> like, okay, you just want to have the movie, go ahead. Just don't have the eagles later on is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's, it's cheating. It's cheating. Exactly. It's uh It he, makes
1: sense, but it's cheating. And he is a wizard and all, but I mean, I didn't know the butterfly and the eagle were like this, son. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait because uh, in in a while here,
0: I think it's around episode fifty or so. Things will burn hell is gonna. I'm gonna have my Lord of the Rings review. And uh, oh boy, I, I can't wait! I can't wait. I drew a great fellowship picture for
1: Fellowship
0: of that the Rings? One. No. Uh, at that point, it was probably just the Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah. It might have been the whole series, I guess. I don't know.
1: No, I've never seen the Fellowship in the theaters. I've seen the other two.
0: I only saw the third one in the in the th- theaters. I'm guessing, if I remember correctly, that was... I think I wrote it after the first one, but before the second two, Maybe the first two. I don't really remember. I know it was before the third one. That's all I know. So I predicted the eagles. That was a part of it, and uh, that ended up fucking happening. And I was like, "Oh, there you go." There's Did you read your the book. book. These are fucking eagles. No, I never read the book. I'm not into that shit. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No yep. shit. Yep. Fuck the Lord of the Rings. I don't know. I don't care about it. Um. The oh god. So so Fitz sees after that whole scene there. He he sees. Uh, he's gonna leave. Right. I I missed a dialogue there. I didn't really remember what happened. They're going to send him back. Oh no, to... no, no, no. Well,
1: well, you know that that you know very inspiring wars held general, or at least the Twilight Zone version came in, and that's when um, this guy out of nowhere comes up and gives Fitz some great news. And uh, let's see, it is well, it's one of these two fascinating. Fitz is dead and Fitz dies. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm guessing but, Fitz uh, is dead
0: first, and then the, Fitz is dead is probably the explosion going off.
2: <gasps> oh, my yes. God. What? It's on your face, too. Oh. Okay,
1: there we go. Okay, yeah, that's when he saw Dick York shot Yeah, yeah. This is it.
2: Uh, some martyrs have come through. I need you're to report back to Division. Back to Division? Yeah, they want to look you over. Be a nice couple of weeks' rest for you. You're you crazy pack your up shit. Your gear and take it with you Okay. Thank you, Captain. The Jeep's ready to take you back to division, sir, anytime you're ready.
1: Not always a fight, yeah. but Did it's it, a sir? sound cue. Sees
0: the right. glowing in his face. just sound cues
2: lots of times. Yes, that's my bag. Can I put it in the Jeep for you, sir? Thank you, thank you. very much. Well, sir, we're ready anytime you are.
1: I love how he just leaves all his shit, like, back there. Because <laughs> why? That's what I'm saying? He kills himself.
2: I got to. There's a bridge out up here on the highway. So I figured. The engineers think they've spotted some mines just a mile up the road. They haven't had a chance to dig them up yet, so take it easy. Stay close to the shoulders.
0: There's some foreshadowing mines up there. you
2: take good care of the lieutenant here? Sergeant, you're looking at the most careful driver in the United States Army. Driver? If I could lift this here Jeep and walk tippy toe, guarantee it, believe me, brother, I'd do it. Lieutenant, you may as well get comfortable. I guess we got about a four hour ride ahead of us.
1: Do we? Do we? I doubt it. I doubt it. What does that do mean, you
0: Captain? Sh- a little ominous. What's I wonder what that's all about. you doubting my driving skills?
1: Do we? I doubt it. It's like, can, can we go the other way then? Can we go around the mines? That's what I'm saying. He gives if up. you know they're down there, toss a few grenades. Blow he, them up. He, well, it's a
0: four-hour drive. That's a lot of fucking grenades to do that with. But uh, he, he
1: doesn't want to live. Well, you know, the America war machine was pumping out those grenades. We have plenty. I mean, you have to throw one out every 40 yards. You just keep on, you know, like Tremors. You know, they just keep on throwing the sticks of dynamite where they want to go. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm
0: not against that theory,
1: but he just gave up. He was done. He really He was like, oh, fuck it. Uh, War is, war sucks. Or stinks. I'm sorry. War stinks. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were apologizing for swearing like we're in
0: third grade because you said "sucks." And you're like, "Sorry, sorry, Miss, oh, Miss Mercer." I'm uh, sorry. I mean,
1: like, oh. couldn't couldn't you have said something? War is hell. I mean, would you have really gotten that much trouble, Rod? And Rod was in the army. That's probably the only reason why the, these are the army. But what did he have an a fascination with the whole island jumping campaign? That really exciting. I guess I don't know.
0: And. maybe I don't don't know I really don't know but he he drives off in the jeep ready to give up it seems like it isn't really somebody who cares at this point like you heard him say just like I I doubt it like he doesn't fucking care at all he gets in the jeep they drive off and then we hear an explosion and then we see these guys talking and they hear the explosion
1: what's that was that thunder
0: oh yeah and one guy's playing the fucking harmonica theme song that we're we're hearing all the goddamn time. That overused theme song that every single Western episode has. That fucking harmonica thing. He's playing that fucking thing with one hand. I don't know how he does that. And then uh, by the, by the way, same harmonica player from Shadowplay. Is it? I don't think so. It's a big dude in Shadowplay. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No. It's like that doesn't sound right because I know that guy. I don't know him personally, okay. but.
1: The harmonica looked familiar. Probably was the same literal harmonica. They reuse a lot of props. And
0: good for them. I don't blame them. Saves money for yeah. more CGI dinosaurs.
1: Reduce, reuse, recycle.
0: Goddamn right. Uh, well, when you get a prop a lot, you do what you gotta do.
1: And repurpose. Yeah, that's right. If you've ever right. Ever... And, then, and then we hear from Rod Ray afterwards. Uh, <laughs> After Fitz goes, Kaboom!
0: Blows the fuck up. Fitz is dead. Our main character's dead. Another one of the Twilight Zone's that the main character dies. And what does Rod- No window to... this time. No what? Window? No window. Not until next episode that we review. Is there
1: someone being oh, thrown bro- out
0: a window or off a balcony?
1: Yeah, apparently uh, 50 floors up. <laughs> <laughs> From
2: William Shakespeare, Richard III. A small excerpt. The line reads he has come to open the Purple Testament of Bleeding War. And for Lieutenant William Fitzgerald A. Company, 1st Platoon, the testament is closed. Lieutenant Fitzgerald has found the Twilight Zone. (gasps) And so on. And now, Mr. Serling. Next week on The Twilight Zone, we offer you the unbelievable along with an explanation. Three men visit a strange new world with people, cars, houses, the works. But something's wrong in the scene. Something very abnormal amidst the normal. You'll see what I mean when next week we bring you Elegy by Charles Beaumont. It stars Cecil Calloway. Thank you and good night.
1: <laughs> really cut out Thank early on that the one. Fuck out of my face. That's <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly what I was going for. <laughs> so I was saying yeah. bye. <laughs> what Thanks. what the what the fuck else you want from me? Uh, <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. I you know
1: what, what I like, like I like I liked about that episode so much. What? I don't know. There's no <laughs> I just Oh. I just did. That's why I made number five. I just liked it for some reason. I don't know why. I just did. It's a good episode. It's just not
0: amazing or anything. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, the acting's really good in it. There's
1: not too much Vaseline for once. Uh, and, and being in the Philippines, I'm I'm fucking shocked because <laughs> yeah, <China>. sure.
0: <laughs> the one chance they had to really use their Vaseline budget, they're like, "What's what's show a little restraint
1: here?" I mean, you know, when they tell the carpenters when they build the set on the soundstage, we're going for rainforest here, guys.
0: And they're like, "Let's only use." Four tubs of Vaseline on uh, that dying soldier's
1: arm, and only his arm. His face is dry, though. Well, they were in the uh, experimental stages. They figured if his arm fell off because of excessive Vaseline use, uh, he could still get by. Yeah, the Vaseline will make it grow back,
0: so we're good. That's how Vaseline that works. True. That's how Vaseline, uh, Science Again, bringing about those doctors I talked about before, doctors know that. You lose a limb in war, throw some Vaseline on there and some duct tape over it, and you're good to go. It should have grown right
1: back. Yeah, I mean, Vaseline was a, was a big seller until Robitussin came along. Yep, and then uh, Robitussin is just you giving up, really. Uh, it's not going to grow back. That's the Tussin little... is the cure-all, be-all, end-all. Okay. Okay, there you go. That's good to know. Broken arm, just pour some Robitussin on that. It seeps through the skin, fixes the bone. Yeah, it just... <laughs> Brings it right back together. It's a and and you get a caffeine rush from all the sugar.
0: There you go. Fun fun <laughs> fact, <laughs> scientific fun facts of
1: Frank. Yep, that are totally made up on the spot.
0: But <clears> uh, a good spot to go out on. Until I just remembered, we have our sponsor. So if you want to buy me five seconds here before when I pull this up. Alrighty, um, how much do five seconds cost? I'm broke. I don't know why you asked me a question. I asked you to buy me the time. Now you're asking me a fucking question.
1: <laughs> it was five seconds. I figured that was enough. Nope. Uh, one more moment. Here. And ask for 20 next time, huh? Maybe if you fill five seconds
0: of your own talk instead of asking me for something. Well, what do you think? I think we have a commercial break coming up in, in about f- maybe five seconds again. Uh, I think something like that. Once it starts playing, we'll, uh, we'll move we on from there. there? If, as soon as my computer loads this
1: program... Uh, Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor.
0: Stuck in a world war, but someone keeps throwing a spotlight on your face to represent your own death to your friend? Might as well look the best in that spotlight with Noxima. Noxzema, better look attractive for death. There we go. They, Thank you, Noxima. They really did. Yeah, they, uh... Uh... They had clear faces in the in despite the spotlight coming on them. So uh, Noxzema works, folks. Go ahead and buy some Noxzema. We'd appreciate it. Uh, give them the uh, promo code LAW Studios uh, in, in, uh, on the website. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and uh, and uh, give us some love. We'd appreciate it.
1: Rock on. Did
0: they check clear through your account?
1: Uh, the uh. Off the check with one of the accounts. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Which one? Uh, I, we'll talk I, about that I'll later. I don't concern myself with that.
0: I just spend.
1: Okay. okay.
0: That explains why the account was empty as of last episode, but whatever. I mean, we're just doing whatever we want with our accounts here, according to Frank. So, uh yeah, where can we find you, Frank? Where can these people find you? <clears throat> um,
1: it's uh, at links on Twitter, double NKZ, and um, RedDragonsRadio.com for okay. all the other good shows that I do, plus the pod being pod. The pod being pod, yes. yes.
0: You, you can find me in the Army in the Philippines. Uh, I'll be there on LAWstudios.com, Lowy in Wonderland on YouTube, and until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Licker. Indeed. So long, citizens.